Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Your browser could be mining cryptocurrency for a stranger. By Lily Hay Newman. There's something new to add to your fun mental list of invisible internet dangers. Joining classic favorites like adware and spyware comes a new tricky threat called cryptojacking, which secretly uses your laptop or mobile device to mine cryptocurrency when you visit an infected site. Malicious miners aren't new in themselves, but cryptojacking has exploded in popularity over the past few weeks because it offers a clever twist. Bad guys don't need to sneak software onto your computer to get it going, which can be a resource-intensive attack. Instead, the latest technique uses JavaScript to start working instantly when you load a compromised web page. There's no immediate way to tell that the page has a hidden mining component, and you may not even notice any impact on performance, but someone has hijacked your devices and electric bill for digital profit. The idea for cryptojacking coalesced in mid-September when a company called CoinHive debuted a script that could start mining the cryptocurrency Monero when a web page loaded. The Pirate Bay torrenting site quickly incorporated it to raise funds and within weeks, CoinHive copycats started cropping up. Hackers have even found ways to inject the scripts into websites like PolitiFact.com and Showtime, unbeknownst to the proprietors, mining money for themselves off of another site's traffic. So far, these types of attacks have been discovered in compromised site source code by users, including security researcher Troy Mersch, who noticed their processor loads spiking dramatically after navigating to CryptoJack pages. To protect yourself from cryptojacking, you can add sites you're worried about or ones that you know practice in-browser mining to your browser's ad-blocking tool. There is also a Chrome extension called NoCoin, created by developer Rafael Karamidis, that blocks CoinHive mining and is adding protection against other miners, too. We've seen malicious websites use embedded scripting to deliver malware, force ads, and force browsing to specific websites, says Carl Sigler, Threat Intelligence Research Manager at Spider Labs, which does malware research for the scanner TrustWave. We've also seen malware that focuses on either stealing cryptocurrency wallets or mining in the background. Combine the two together and you have a match made in hell. What complicates the cryptojacking wave, experts argue, is that with the right protections in place, it could actually be a constructive tool. 
CoinHive has always maintained that it intends its product as a new revenue stream for websites. Some sites already use a similar approach to raise funds for charitable causes like disaster relief. And observers particularly see in-browser miners as a potential supplement or alternative to digital ads, which notoriously have security issues of their own. Early adopters, like the Pirate Bay, have made a pitch to their users that the technology is worth tolerating. Do you want ads or do you want to give away a few of your CPU cycles every time you visit the site? Pirate Bay asked its users in mid-September. Most commenters on the feedback request supported in-browser mining if it reduced ads, but one noted that if multiple sites adopt the technique, having multiple tabs open while browsing the web could eat up processing resources. The concerns run deeper among audiences unaware that their devices are being used without their knowledge or consent. In fact, malware scanners have already begun blocking these mining programs, citing their intrusiveness and opacity. CoinHive and the rash of alternatives that have cropped up need to take good-faith steps, like incorporating hard-coded authentication protections and adding caps on how much user processing power they draw before malware scanners will stop blocking them. Everything is kind of crazy right now because this just came out, says Adam Kajawa, the director of Malwarebytes Labs, which does research for the scanning service Malwarebytes and started blocking CoinHive and other cryptojacking scripts this week. But I actually think the whole concept of a script-based miner is a good idea. It could be a viable replacement for something like advertising revenue. But we're blocking it now just because there's no opt-in option or opt-out. We've observed it putting a real strain on system resources. The scripts could degrade hardware. To that end, CoinHive introduced a new version of its product this week called AuthMine, which would require user permission to turn their browser into a Monero generator. AuthMind enforces an explicit opt-in from the end user to run the miner, CoinHive said in a statement on Monday. We have gone through great lengths to ensure that our implementation of the opt-in cannot be circumvented, and we pledge that it will stay this way. The AuthMind miner will never start without the user's consent. This course correction is a positive step, but numerous cryptojacking scripts, including CoinHive's original, are already out there for hackers to use and can't be recalled now. Experts also see other potential problems with the technique, even if the mining process is totally transparent. An opt-in option doesn't eliminate the problems of potential instability introduced by this, Trustwave Sigler says. When dozens of machines get locked up at a company, or when important work is lost due to a mining glitch, this can have a serious effect on an organization's network. And with more malware scanners on the alert, hackers will start to evolve the technology to make it subtler and more difficult to find. As with other types of malware, attackers can bounce victims around to malicious websites using redirect tactics or incorporate JavaScript obfuscation techniques to keep scanners from finding their script-based miners. Still, the positive potential of in-browser miners seems worth the complications to some. 
I'm hoping that within a year, we'll see even more evolution of this technology to the point where it cannot be abused by website owners who want to trick people into running these miners, Malwarebytes Kajawa says. But if it's only associated with malicious activities, then it might take a while for the technology to evolve to a place that's more secure and for anyone to trust using it. Like so many web tools, cryptojacking has plenty of promise as an innovation and plenty of people happy to exploit it. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.